So I just look back and see how far I've come. And with that, see how far I can go. That's another reason I push because, hey, I've come this far. Let's see how far we can take it. Action. Hey guys, welcome back to Cubit 99 here with another episode. And today I am here with a very special guest, returning guest, Felipe. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Isaiah. How you been? I've been good, man. How have you been? Dude, good. Cannot complain. Yeah, like I mean, the last time you were here, uh, we had another host. Yeah. He's since he's since left. Uh, yeah. and now he's making a ruckus in the back. Yeah. Um. So, but anyways, thank you, guys, thank you for joining. Of course, thank and, you for having uh, me. Yeah. So today's topic is about self motivation. And we're talking about how to you know kind of get yourself motivated, and <laughs> and how to like kind of you know take those steps to kind of improve yourself and improve who you are and all those things. So my first question for you is. Where do you find your source of self-motivation? Where do I find my source for self-motivation? That is a good question. Well, I mean, like it says in the question, self-motivation, right? So, really from myself. Peace out, bro. Um, I mean, like you said, where do I find motivation for my self-motivation? Is that what you asked me? Yeah, basically, yeah. Well, I mean, again, like... It comes from my like it's, dude. <laughs> so, so how do you how do you like create that drive to have that self motivation? Like, where does that come from? Like, like sure, sure, it's like self motivated, like you like, know, like, like motivating yourself. Like, but... what pushes me? Like, why do I want to do it? Yeah. Like, why we'll, do I we'll have the motivation? Yes. I, dude, I don't even. I just like. I'm not gonna say I just like have it, or I just. I just feel like. It would be detriment, like it would be against myself if I didn't. Do you get what I'm saying? Like it would, I, I would be doing right. myself a dis, a disfavor, disfavor, Dif- I think disfavor, disfavor, yeah. right? Is it disfavor? Disservice. disservice. There we go. I'd be doing myself a disservice if I didn't do the, you know, if I didn't go to the gym, if I didn't work, like if it just, it doesn't even have to be stuff like that. Just like. If I didn't wake up in the morning and get out of bed and, you know, get my day started. If I just laid in bed all day and didn't really do anything, I'd be doing a disservice to myself. So it's more like the motivation comes for me trying to become a better person. So it's more like, it's just like, if I really look at it, it's like, do I, would I rather be successful, you know, be wealthy, have a good body, be healthy, or would I rather just be lazy and like sit in my room and live off my parents your motivation comes from the people around you yeah comes from your environment like your, your parents. parents being like hey do exactly. this, do yeah that. yeah so how do you transition from that like people kind of pushing you to you pushing yourself that's a good question um i mean i would say i mean i feel like there's a lot of kids our age that still aren't pushing themselves right it's their parents that are you know like even if it comes to like grades or anything it's their parents that are still pushing them it's more of a Like, you have to become, it's like a maturity kind of thing, I feel like, you know? If you, if you really, like, think about it, when you're a little kid, right, like you were saying, right, you just listen to what your parents tell you to do, right? So that's going to be where you get the source of motivation. When you're our age, I mean, I'm not going to say you can make all of the decisions you want, but, right, you're more free to do what you please, right? So you just have to you know, realize what you want to do in life and then 
with that, you know, like, if you're an athlete in school, do you want to go D1, right? Or do you want to just play, you know, just varsity or JV, whatever, right? If you want to go D1, push yourself, you know, motivate yourself so you can get that. Like, it's got to be up to you if you want it or not. So I feel like if, how do you get that motivation is depending on what your goals are and like what you want to be in life. So again, it's probably different for everybody, but again, how do you change from your parents pushing you to you pushing you? I feel like, I feel like it's up to the person, right? I mean, how do you, how do you, how did you change? Right. Uh, I think for me, it, it was kind of like what you were saying, like maturity and like setting goals, which I think is very important. We'll get yeah. into that a little bit more. Um, but it really comes from like, you know, like there comes a point in your life. I think there's like a crossroads where you're like, do I just want to go with the flow and just kind of do what people tell me to do? Or do I want to go do something that I want to do? Exactly. That that's what I I'm want, saying. Like know, with so the D1 yeah. and the, or the varsity or, or just listening to your parents. But yeah, that's exactly how I feel. It's like it gets to a point in your life. And I feel like a lot like we're getting to that point right now or maybe it's already passed. I feel like maybe for us is might have passed already, you know, because like we're about to graduate. So, I mean, if we were going to go D1 or if we were going to. I don't know, start a business or have like an insane, like be the valedictorian of our class. That would have already happened, you yeah, know, like it's yeah. too late for us to do that now. But I mean, of course, when you get into college, right, then there's another crossroads, right? Do you want to get a master's? Do you want to like just get a job right out of college? Do you want to get a doctorate, you know? Do you want to get a PhD? Or like, do you, not, do you even want to go to college, right? You want to go to like a trade school. So, I mean, that crossroad is definitely still coming for us but we definitely have passed one already where it's like have you decided what you want to do and then have you set the goals that you want to do so you can reach whatever you know this thing you decided right yeah so how do you go about like setting those goals i know a lot of people um like there's this saying like you overestimate what you can do in days and weeks and underestimate what you can do in months and years yeah and a lot of people are extremely bad at setting goals so how, like, what is some advice you'd give to someone who's like trying to set goals? Right. First I would, um, definitely write them down so that you remember what you set. Like I set some goals for me this year. Um, like new year's resolutions, like everybody's like cringy new year's resolutions, but it's really not like you definitely set new year's resolutions because that is a great way to start the goals for that year. It's a great way to start the year, especially if you get started on those goals and you stay committed to them, then that is one of the better ways to get started on your goals, right? But I mean, I would write them down, of course. And then each and every day, just proactively try to get closer to your goal, right? I mean, you don't have to like, especially with people like, uh, I mean, use the gym as an example, but some people are like, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds, right? And then they, they go crazy the first two weeks, right? First week, two weeks, they're like, oh, I'm going to eat like nothing, drink a bunch of water, go to the gym for like two hours a day. And then they get burnt out after those two weeks and stop and they didn't lose 20 pounds. While instead, you could go like 45 minutes a day, slowly change your diet so it's not as much of a shock. And then if you stay consistent, two months, three months, however long, you'll probably lose that 20 pounds instead of the other way that people did it. So it's, I mean, the way you set your goals, I would feel like is you gotta be consistent with what you're doing. Proactively do and get closer to your goal every day, but don't be too extreme about it, you know? Be, be smart about it. That's how I would do it. Yeah. So when it comes to these goals, I think, you know, a lot of people, what they do is it's not that they set unrealistic goals, but they set unrealistic parameters around their goals. 
like the like the constraints on you know how long it's going to take for them to yeah. do it or what resources they're going to use and that stuff a lot of people under or overestimate those types of things so i think a lot of it comes from like a realization of what you really can and really can't do and a lot of people kind of just like they're like oh you know maybe i could try this and i think one of the most important things is to not get discouraged right a lot of people like you know for example if you have a goal of like going to the gym five five days a week and one of the weeks you miss a day yeah some people some people like will beat themselves up about it and will kind of like use that as an excuse to like go less or like oh it's already over where it's as if like instead it's like no like it doesn't matter like you should keep trying yeah. keep striving for those goals and that goes beyond just the gym goes like in life in general yeah like you said with the uh, some people miss um one they're trying to go five days a week they miss them one day right you miss that one day and you stress yourself out over it and you like you're like oh my god like i can't get over this right and they get super stressed out and super focused on like oh my god i can't believe i missed one day they get super stressed out and then they like let's say the next day they go i mean the next week they go six times to like make up for it and then they get burned out right it's the same thing like i said before just about getting burned out or just stay consistent that's what really matters right let's say you go four days a week that one that one week right you missed one day in the large scheme of things right one day doesn't really matter that much right because let's say in a year you go five days a week right 52 weeks a year right that's what 260 260 times yep. is that right right yep. you miss one time right out of those 260 times you went 259 instead of 260 times I, that's not really that important right but it matters that you went that other 259 times. That's what's important. While if you miss, if you, instead of like, I mean, yeah, that's really what I was just trying to say. In the large scale of things, it doesn't matter as much. You got to look into, you got to look at your goals from, right? Of course, every single day you try to get closer to it. But in the large scale of things, you got to look at it as, okay, even if you missed a day, in the large scale of things, I'm still getting closer to my goal that's what's really important in the large scale of things as long as you're always proactively getting closer i feel like that is the best way to achieve your goals because some people are like oh i want to get this within a year but in reality if they get it within five it's still fine if they get it within five years it's still fine right of course that'd be like a more larger goal than something related to like losing 20 pounds but as long as in the large scale of things you're proactively getting closer to your goal it doesn't really matter yeah, and i think a lot of people what they don't realize is you will not reach like 90% of the goals you make. There's a large number of goals that you will never reach, or you won't at least reach in the time that you want or in the whatever, like it will take longer. A lot of them, some things you'll fail in. And I think, I think it's okay. And I think a lot of people, they say, oh yeah, it's okay to fail, it's okay to fail, but they don't actually believe that it's okay to fail. You know, a lot of people kind of, they're like, oh no, you know, like what am I gonna do? Like they get really stressed out about it. A lot of people kind of work themselves up about it, but it's like, you know, like it, it really is fine. So kind of going back to like the consistency thing, like how do you stay consistent? You know, it's actually, I think the hardest thing is consistency. So how exactly do you maintain that consistency? With achieving my goals? Like, yeah, in general, yeah. So like I was saying before, I mean, I'm going to be kind of hypocritical when I say this, but I was like, you shouldn't really stress about missing one, one time, but like me, I just, I always want to be doing the most, you know? So for me, like, how do I stay consistent? It's like I said earlier when you said, how do you, how do you have motivation for yourself? Motivation 
it's just I, I like I feel like the reason the reason I stay consist consistent is because it would be a disservice to myself if I didn't like I've same with the gym right I've come this far I've been this consistent why would I stop now that's the reason I stay consistent in the gym or with my job I've worked this many hours I've made yada yada amounts of money why would I stop now I've, I've already been consistent why would I stop being consistent if you're talking about why would I be consistent in the beginning that's a different story well in the beginning right I feel like when you start something new you start a new goal that's when you have the most excitement about the goal right you're like oh my god I can't wait to get started I can't wait to get I can't wait to reach this goal, right? That's when you should really be able to stay consistent the easiest because you're you're going to want the goal. Well, I wouldn't say you're going to want the goal the most. I feel like if you really set a goal that you want to achieve, the entire time that you're trying to achieve the goal, you want it equally the same, right? But when you set the goal in the beginning, it's fresh, right? It's a new thing. So you should be more excited to do it. Therefore, staying consistent should be quite easy. Of course, if it's a challenging goal, then yeah, I mean... It might be a little harder to stay consistent, right? If it's like, I want to, just some, so something random out there. I want to bench 500 pounds, right? Something, something ridiculously hard, right? I want to bench 500 pounds. If you stay consistently benching, right? Dude, I, I just blanked on what I was going to say. Um, let's say you start at like 300, right? You want to stay consistent trying to reach that goal. So you bench two times a week, right? In the beginning, it's going to be hard because maybe before you were benching once a week, right? But then once you get used to it, stay consistent. So, I mean, there's two kind of polar opposites way of it, right? It could either be in the beginning, it's easy to stay consistent because it's fresh and new. Or if it's a really hard goal, it'd be hard to stay consistent in the beginning because it's, it's like a shock to your schedule, to your system. So I feel like if you really want the goal and you really want to achieve your goal, you're going to stay consistent no matter what. So I feel what like if, if you, I f sorry, sorry, but I feel like if you, if you set a goal and you don't really want it, then you're not going to stay consistent. Right. I mean, like if you truly want something, right. Like I say this to Shervin all the time. Shout out Shervin. I say this to Shervin all the time. He's trying to lose weight. I'm always like, how bad do you want it? If you want a goal, how bad do you want it? That will prove how consistent you are. How bad do you want it? That's really the most important thing. Like how bad do you want it? Yeah, I agree 100%. I think like the, like the how bad do you want it is extremely important. I think a lot of people kind of, you know, like a lot of people like do stuff without like fully wanting it. But even for those people that truly want it and truly put in the effort, there are times where like you want to quit. So how do you deal with, you know, those times where it's like you, like you're, you want to quit? Like how do you kind of get past that? That's, uh, how do I get past it? Well, again, it has to do with my goals, right? When I get when it, when times get hard and it, it, I'm struggling, right? I look at the goal, I look at what I want and what I set myself to do, and I look at I look back at how far I've come to my goal, right? Like I said before, with the consistency. If I've come this far and been this consistent, why am I going to stop now, right? So when it gets hard, that's the hor hardest point, right? Is when it gets hard, because it's so easy to quit. You could stop right there, go back, you'd be fine, right? I mean, would really anybody hold you accountable for it? No, right? No. That, that is the hardest mental part of it, right? Because not only it's hard, but it's really easy to quit. So I just look back. Look, I've done this. I've gotten this close to reaching the goal. Or I've gotten proactively every step of the way gotten closer, right? Right? Why would I stop now? 
I know it gets hard. Everything, nothing that you want will be easy. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Yeah. If it was easy, everybody would do it, right? You set that goal, probably knowing it was going to be hard. Why would you stop then? You've come this far. You've achieved this much. How bad do you want it, really? If you don't really want it, you wouldn't have set the goal. And you wouldn't have done all of that. So when times get hard, how bad do you want it? That's what I literally say that to myself. How bad do you want it? If you really want it, you'll stay consistent. So, I mean, that's what you're asking me, right? How do, how do, in, 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 in times of, of hardships, how do I keep going? I mean, I just look back, see what I've done already, see how far I've pushed myself, see how much I have improved. And I know in the beginning I set the goal and that it was going to be hard, but it is what it is, right? I set the goal. I want to achieve it. I mean, I really think about it. Like I set this goal. I want to achieve it. I've come this far. If I quit now, I'm a loser. That's the last thing I want to be. I don't know about you, but that's the last thing I want to be. Yeah. So yeah, that's really how I look at it. I mean, one of the, one of the quote I saw about quitting, it's like, um, like when you want to quit the most is when you're one step away from the finish line, right? So many times, like there's things like there's so many times I've wanted to quit this podcast, but it's like, like the best things happen right after you want to quit. It's, it's kind of weird how that works. It's almost like a, you know, it's almost like there's like a reward to pushing past things, which is obviously true. Um, and I think like when it comes to quitting, like the, the easiest way to get over, um, that feeling of wanting to quit is kind of like what you said, like looking back, looking back at like what you, where you started at, you know, how much you've came. And I think like, or how far you've came, sorry. And I think a lot of people, um, God, a lot of people like lose sight of that. Uh, a lot of people kind of forget about where they started and they forget about, you know, where they are now and they forget about the journey. A lot of people, you know, like there's a, there's actually a chick, like a TikTok trend now. I'm on TikTok, but I heard about this, um, where it's like people will like show a video of them, like, like in the gym, for example, like doing like a certain way. It's like, man, I can't get this up for seven. And they show like a picture of them, like, yeah, past, however long like, ago, and they couldn't ago. even do it for one. Exactly. And or they like, couldn't even do half that weight for one. Yeah, and yeah I know like, you're talking it's about. like the former self asking, like, wait, you can even do that in the first place. And it's it's like a good reminder. Obviously, it's like a silly trend. But, like, it's a honestly a really good reminder for us where it's like when we sit down and we look at who we are now and we're like, man, like, can't figure this out, can't get this together, can't do that. It's just really good for us to look back and think, like, two, three years ago, not even a year ago, six months ago. A month ago. I? A month ago, a week yeah. ago, a day ago, you yeah. were you were less of the person you were. Like right now, I am less of a person I was yesterday, and the person I was yesterday was less is more of a person than the person I was the day before. Every single day, you should proactively try to become a better person, right? Whether that be making more money, right? Just in general, like even become a better, just in general person, right? You're nicer to people. It doesn't really matter. Just every single day, you should try to become the best, the best version of yourself, and and better than you were yesterday. Which I guess is this better version of yourself. But every single day, you should strive to be the best version of yourself. And if you do that, then every day you should become a better person. It doesn't matter. Like you were saying, like oh yeah, yesterday or seven months ago, six months ago, I couldn't get that weight. It doesn't matter. Even if you can't, like, like let's say t- today I go to the gym and I bench 225 pounds for five. And tomorrow I go and bench 225 pounds for five. It doesn't seem like I've improved. But in reality, I have, right? While, because of course I'm not going to jump in weight 
right? I'm not going to have drastic increases in whatever it be every day, right? But you're proactively getting closer. So as long as you're working towards that goal, like you were saying, doesn't really matter what it is every day, then you are be- you are becoming a better person, right? Like you said, like I was saying before, the, the day before, doesn't matter. As long as you proactively improve yourself, I feel like you will become a better person. Your goals will be met. It's just a matter of time. Like as long as you stay consistent, like you said, look back when times are hard, look back, see that everything you've gone through, see how hard times have like, look, times might be hard now, but they might've been harder before, right? You got to really take things into perspective. And another thing you say, how do I have motivation? How do I stay consistent? Look, things might be hard for me, right? But I know things are harder out there for other people. Yeah. I know for a fact, I have it easy compared to the other people, right? So I might be struggling because, oh, I haven't gotten any, I haven't lost any weight or I haven't gotten any stronger. I haven't made as much money as I want to. doesn't matter. There are people out there struggling more than you. So you have it easy. Of course, there are people out there that probably don't, but you got to really look into perspective. Just, just, just always look at it from the bigger picture. I feel like have perspective, have, you know, I just feel like that's the easiest way to stay grounded and to stay consistent, of course, and to achieve your goals. It's just stay grounded, be realistic, right? And just proactively pursue your goal every, each and every day. Just and try I, to get better. And I think like another way, like another thing, like you mentioned, like so many people have it worse and so many people, if they were in your spot, would do anything, anything to get that goal done. Yeah. There's so many people out there who are just so, you know, unfortunate, but they would go through 120 times more than what you do just to get the same results. Um, so it's like, it's very important for us to understand and realize that, you know, like, like we do have it all and we do, we are able to do all these things. Do Like, like I know, for example, like in my spot, you know, with the podcast, like there are people out there that if they had this ability to have this equipment and to have this, you know, time to do this thing, they would put in way more effort than I could ever possibly put in. So I have to, the heart, like the most I can put as much effort as I can every single day. So it's always a good reminder to think about what other people would do if they were in your shoes. Cause there's just, you know, there's 8 billion people on the planet. Someone can do it better than you. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. And that is another reason to stay motivated, right? Someone can do it better than you, but they might not be able to work harder than you. Right. And, and there probably is someone who works harder than you, but What is that? But as look, you also said before, right? You might not have it all, right? I think that's what you said. Like you might not have everything you want, but you can, you can have everything you want as long as you work for it. I feel like as long as you work for something, you can achieve it. If you put your all and you put all your effort into something, truly all your effort, not what you think all your effort is, truly all your effort. Like you cannot put any more, like any more of your energy, right? You cannot physically do anything more. You can achieve whatever you want. Truly. Right. Okay. Of course. There's some, like I said before, you got to be realistic, right? I'm not going to make it to the NBA no matter how hard I practice basketball, right? We got to be realistic. We got to be realistic. But man, I could be a billionaire if I really put my mind to it. If I put my all to it. Yeah. Right. I could, I I could do it. We all can. You can. She can. Anybody in the world can, really, if they put their mind to it. So I feel like as long as you truly 
push yourself to become the best version of yourself, like I said before, you can achieve whatever you want. So, so it how, doesn't matter what you're bound by. Just, just do it. Yeah. So how do you get that push? What like, do you mean? Like, how do you develop that, that like drive and that push to really, to actually put your all into it? Cause I know it's like easy to say like, Oh, just put your all into it. But where do you find that to really di- like dig deep and push through everything and really put yourself in that position? Like, how do you find that? I guess, I mean, again, that goes back to like, how do you find self-motivation? But it's like, like what are some techniques or some like skills or things you can do to kind of develop that ability to really like push yourself or is it just something that you just kind of like just kind of like learn how to do i mean right there's probably well you won't really know how to that you fully pushed yourself until you've done it right yeah. so you got to be you got to have passion over what you're doing you have to truly enjoy what you're doing you have to have a reason to to push yourself all the way, right? If you're comfortable in the way you're living, you'll never push yourself to your max, right? That's why we see, right, a lot of people who, right, professional athletes, right, who grew up in poor neighborhoods, right, and they had to make it out, like they had to, otherwise they were gonna stay poor and stay in these neighborhoods. They made it, they pushed their hardest to make it out, right? So I feel like if you're comfortable in the way you're living, you probably won't push yourself to the complete max because Hey, I live in this nice house. I have food and water all the time whenever I want. Plenty of money. I don't got to struggle about that. I'm going to college. So where is the real point in me pushing? But even if you are like that, you can still 100% want it. Like, I guess it also depends on the person, right? Some There's some people that just, you know, don't really care, right? Whatever. I'm going to just chill at home. You have to be a certain type of, like, you have to have that certain type of mentality that you're like, I'm going to put my all into this no matter what. And, like, there's no, you know, have you ever heard the thing, like, people are like, there's no plan B. Plan A or I'm done, you know? Yeah. So, how do you get that push? I don't know, like, me, in the gym, I'm like, okay, one more rep, two more reps. I really think about it, I'm like, look. You wouldn't have been able to do this, wait, six months ago, a year ago, like I said before. So, like you said, that's what you said, the, the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. TikTok trend. So, I just look back and see how far I've come. And with that, see how far I can go. That's another reason I push because, hey, I've come this far. Let's see how far we can take it. Like, how far can we go? How big can we get? How strong can we get? Right? Or when it comes to having a job, making money, like... I've made this much. Oh, let's see how much more we can make. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see how much money I can save. Let's see how many how many products I can sell. Like I've sold this many. Let's see how many more. I've gotten this many views. Let's see how many more. I've made this many videos. Let's see how many more. I've gotten this this famous person. Let's see how many more. Right with you with the podcast. Yeah. I got Waka Flocka. Who else? Yeah. Right. I got. Or I mean. Right, I benched 225, how much more, right? When I, first time I benched 225, I thought I was gonna be like, oh my God, let's go, I hit 225. Yes, I was very excited that I hit 225, but the next thing I wanted to do was hit 250. The minute I hit 225, I was like, I gotta hit 250. And then I hit 250, I was like, I gotta hit 300. Still haven't hit that, it doesn't really matter, I don't really care about that anymore, but. 
it's just you gotta you gotta look back, see what you started, and see where you can go. I feel like that's that's the biggest push is where can I what potential do I have and will I fulfill it? And with that, if if you see that you have potential and you don't give that push, you don't give it your all, then you you just I don't know, that's your loss, you know? I feel like again, you gotta want it. It's, I feel like I, I don't really, do you know what pushes you? I think for me, like kind of what pushes me is like, um, it's kind of like my parents sacrifice. I was about me. to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say that I completely blanked on it. I look, are my ancestors looking down on me right now? Would they be proud of what I did? Would they be satisfied or not satisfied? Yeah. But would they be proud of what I have accomplished? Would my, would my parents who moved us from Brazil to Switzerland and from Switzerland to the US so I could live a better life, would they would they would that sacrifice have paid off? Them moving here, them moving away from their family, them cha- they're moving their jobs, would their sacrifice have paid off? like I it has to. For me, if if I if I don't make that sacrifice worthy, I'm a bad kid. I'm a bad son. Right? They, they did all of that so I can live a better and more successful life in America. I got to. I have to. That is my, like, they did that. They made that sacrifice for me. Now I got to make that sacrifice for them. Yeah. It goes both ways, right? And another thing that gives me that push is when I, if I'm 80 years old on my deathbed, I don't want to be there like, damn, I could have accomplished more. Damn, I didn't give it my all. I don't want to be like, oh, man, it was a good life, but you know, could have worked harder. Could have been better. Could have, whatever it is. I don't want to think that. I don't want to think I didn't do enough. Right? I also saw this thing David Goggins said. He said, what if you die and you're, you're waiting by the gates of heaven and there's a, there's a, I don't know if it was a screen or something and you're talking to God and on the screen was like he, I don't know if you know his story, but he, was, he used to be like an animal exterminator, yeah, yeah, yeah. like an um, insect exterminator. So what if it was 300-pound insect exterminator, David Goggins, talking to God, and on the screen said, Navy SEAL, world, um, world record pull-up holder, um, motivational speaker, saved thousands of lives. And he says to God, God, that's not me. And God says, yeah, but that's what you could have been. That's what you could have been. I don't want that to happen to me. I go to talk to God, and I'm a, I work the nine to five at, I don't know, selling insurance, right? Not to diss anybody who sells insurance, but just that's just an example, right? I work a nine to five. I make $30,000 a year selling insurance. I'm talking to God. I'm like, God, that's not me. That's not me. Super successful, healthy, saving lives. Yeah, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Whatever you view as success, right there, that's you. And God says, no, but that could have been you. That could have been you if you put your all to it. That could have been you if you really tried for it. I don't want that to happen to me. I don't know about you. I want to be what what God thinks I can be, what God knows I can be. I got to put myself to it. And a way I push my, I talk to God. I don't know about you, but I talk to God (laughs) on the daily. That's a way I I push myself. I, yeah, that, so that's something else I wanted to get into is like, obviously like, so for me, like personally, it comes from 
uh, a lot of it comes from like my parents' sacrifice, right? Obviously my parents moved from Egypt to here. And it's like, I, my parents are extremely successful. Like who am I if I'm not at least as successful as them? Like I'm lazy if I don't. Like they, they came from literally nothing here to where they are now. I have to at least, if, even if I match that, it's not enough. I have to, I have to do better. Yeah, they I set us, uh, sorry to interrupt you. They set like, same with my parents, right? They moved here, they're successful. They, they figured it out. Yeah. They figured it out, so can I. Because I'm in better situations than they were because they blessed me with success. Like they had success. Now they're helping me, right? If I can't at least, like you said, be as successful as them, then then I'm, I'm just like, I'm not going to say loser again, but basically, yeah. They gave you the opportunity. They're giving us, us, more opportunities than they were given. Yeah. If I can't be as successful as them, what am I doing? I agree 100%. And like it, it goes on like, an even bigger sacrifice, right? The biggest sacrifice of all. You think of God coming down, becoming man, dying for us. Like, if that's not enough to motivate you, I don't really know what is. But you just, you know, you think about like all that. He gave us all this. You look around, every single thing around you is from him. And it's like, what can I do to serve his creation to return at least 0.0001% of that? And it's, it's so important. I think a lot of people... Obviously, there's a lot of atheists, especially now in America, a lot of, you know, people who are, you know, kind of like leaving the Christian faith. And it's extremely, extremely important, you know, you know, to realize that not this is not your own doing. And I think it's something else that's extremely underrated in, when it comes to self-motivation is removing the pressure from yourself. A lot of people are like, do, like, like a very atheist um, thought is everything I do is of my own work. Everything I do is because I worked hard, it's because I did this, it's because I did that. Just think about how much pressure that puts on you to do better. I put all this work, you know, I'm the reason why you know, I can do it. That's just not true, right? I, 100%, there's no way in my own power I could have done 50, 50 episodes of a podcast. There's no way. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Through all the ups and downs of it, like through the you know, 90 view videos to the you know, two and a half thousand video, view videos to you know, having a host to not having a co-host, like all these things, changing equipment, changing places, not having a set location, like all these different ups and downs. People bailing on you, People yada, yada, yada. <laughs> dude, ex dude, I agree 100%. I agree 100%. I feel like having faith is one of the easiest, not, I'm not going to say easiest ways, but it is one of the best ways to stay motivated, right? Because let's say you're going through hard times. You ask, like, how do, how do you keep pushing when you're going through hard times? I just talk to God. I'm like, hey, God, I, I know that, I'm, that we're, I'm going through hard times right now. I know times are hard, but I know that whatever... Whatever I'm going through, it's what you have planned for me. And I know that you have what's best in my, like what's best for me in in place. Like I know that you have what's best for me in mind. So I know that whatever I'm going through, it's what's best for me because it's what you, it, what you put me through, you know? So like if I'm going through hard times, I just talk to God. I'm like, hey, God, I, I know times are hard. But I know that's what you're, which like that's no... Uh, <laughs> I know that's what you put in place for me, it, regardless of whether it's times are good, times are bad. I know that God is looking out for me and I know that I'll be all right because I know God is there. You know, like, thank you. You know, just thank you, God, because I know I know that whatever's going on, you've got it. It's because of you, you know, and you're not going to do anything bad for me. You know, God is good all the time. So I feel like that's one of the best. Right. The same thing with pressure. Atheists are like, oh, it's all because of me all me right nah pressure I mean, it's no much way. it's much easier with god on your side i feel mm -hmm. like 
At least it is for me. Times are hard. Hey, God. Times are hard. I talk to God. Times are good. I talk to God. Doesn't matter, right? Times are hard. I'm like, hey, God. I know times are hard, but I know you're there for me. And I can always talk to you. And I know you've got what's best in mind for me. So I'm not stressed about it, right? It's, it's, a, it's a pressure release because I, I, like, I know I'll be okay. I, I don't know if, like, if you feel the same way about no, that. I feel the same way, 100%. It's, it's, like you said, with the atheists, there's a lot of, or, like, not even an atheist, but someone who's not as, as, you know, doesn't believe as much in their faith and doesn't really, but, like, okay, yeah, I guess it would be an atheist, but just people who aren't as religi- religious, like, just don't have that, right, where you can be like, I know I'm going to be okay because God is there for me. So I feel like that does release a lot of pressure. Yeah. It's just like a weight off your shoulders, you know, like, I know I'm going to be okay. I know I'm going to be fine. So. 100%. And I also think, like, it goes, like, to another point where, you know, in, in these, you know, atheistic thoughts where it's like, I did all this, I did all this. You know, it's so hard. It, it honestly, it makes it extremely, extremely hard to kind of figure out, like, who you are. Yeah, and I feel like when, sorry to interrupt you again, but you're like, when, when the atheist is like, oh, it's all me, it's all me. Like, you become arrogant and cocky. Yes, yeah, 100%. So it can get in the way of which, like, it can just in, inhibit you from a lot of things because of the, the way that you think. You're like, all me. It can definitely get in the way of your success. <clears throat> because it's, somebody might, like, let's say you think, oh, it's all me, all me, all me, all me. Someone who, who could very much help you in a situation, whether it be a mentor, someone who has more knowledge in whatever subject you're going into because you think you're arrogant and you're cocky and you did all this by yourself you might not be willing to go out there and ask for help or even if they reach out and they're like hey i would love to mention you'd be like no it is a help and 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 a community that can that can support you is the best thing that there is right so you should always be willing to receive help and you should also always give out help people who know less right i feel like being very arrogant and cocky right because you're whether it be an atheist or whatever just because you think you did it all by yourself can be a, a large disservice to yourself because you're not willing to accept help from other people you're like no i got this all me when in reality that could really be that could really hinder your success you know yeah and to go off that like that point of like always giving to others and helping others i think by going out and helping others, you find sources of motivation for yourself in those situations. Whether that's like mission trips, which I'm a big proponent of, like mission trips are like, I would like suggest every single person goes on a mission trip, like before they turn like 21. Um, whether it's mission trips, whether it's just people around you, whatever it is, you know, it's extremely, extremely important because you learn just so much about humanity. So you learn so much about yourself, about God. And it, kind of helps you learn how to motivate yourself. That's where I learned, you know, the fact that there's kids in Africa, you know, that if they were put in my spot right now, that would work way harder than I could ever imagine working, you know? So it's those experiences and those things and helping people that, you know, really kind of pushes you. And, you know, as the church is entering the season of Lent right now, that's extremely important. You know, one of the biggest parts of Lent is helping others. So obviously, you know, a quick plug to go help other people. Um, But, it's always good to always be in that kind of like spirit of giving and yep. giving back to your community, giving back because 
it's, you never know what you're going to get in return. Exactly. And that's, you shouldn't go into it looking like, oh, I expect something in return. Never. should always just, just help. I mean, it, it feels good. It feels good to help other people. I don't know about you, but yeah. that's, and that also shouldn't be the reason you do it. You should just do it out of, because you want to help them, right? But I'm saying helping is a great way. Helping other people is a great way to see that you are very fortunate. And that also give you a reason to be motivated, right? Look, right. I want to help people now. This is just an example, but let's say I want to help people now. I want to donate this amount of money, but I don't have that. So let me grind so I can later in life donate even more money, right? Or go out, right? So I don't have to, right? Let me make, let me make this whatever. Let me be successful so that I can quit my job and then go go serve at an orphanage or go feed homeless people wherever so I can have the time to help other people. That can be a, that can be a very big motivator, right? And you also said kids in Africa would, if they were in my place, they would work so hard. Not, not even in Africa, kids in America, yeah, kids in, there's, there are definitely kids in Atlanta that it put in our position would grind. I, I agree hundred percent. Just so, an extreme example. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, but yeah. And it, you know, it, when it comes to self-motivation, motivating yourself, you know, a lot of times it is hard to find the self-motivation as we've said multiple times, but the key factor I think is always remembering what your place in the world is, what your, you know, what, what your divine design is, you know, what your purpose is. Right. And I think there are two very connected things. I think for me, when I figured out what my purpose was and what my worth was, it was about the same time when I figured out how to motivate myself. Right. So kind of to shift the conversation a little bit, you know, like finding who you are is extremely important. So how would you, you know, kind of, you know, give advice to people who are trying to figure out who they are? Sorry to get deep on you, but no, 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 it's all good. I'm trying to figure out who they are. Well, I mean, I feel like you should always be yourself, right? I know there's a lot of people who put on a facade or put on a different personality when they're on a public because they just want to be accepted by society, right? I feel like that is possibly the worst thing you can do for yourself. I don't know. Have you ever seen the movie American Psycho? No, I don't watch movies. I know, uncultured, uncultured. Okay, so it's basically, uh, just just quick, so because it's a good example of what you're trying to say. It's this man, his name is Patrick Bateman. He works at a, um, he works at a company, right? And basically he puts on a facade because he wants to be accepted by society and he just goes crazy because that's not who he is right that's not who he wants to be either and even when he tries to show that that who he actually is people don't take him seriously right i feel like it's kind of a play on like uh what's it called like modern America and the consumer culture and everything and like corporate life, right? Where everybody's the same. I feel like you got to be yourself. 100%. Do not put on a face. Do not put on a facade. Be yourself. Be truly who you want to be, right? Whether that be who you like, how you dress, what you do with your spare time, what you, what job you do. Like just do what you want to do. It's your life. It's your life, right? It's not your parents' life. Well, right at our age, we kind of we have some boundaries, right? But when later in life, it's not 
It's not your best friend's life. It's not your girlfriend's life. It's not anybody else. It's not your boss's life. It's your life. You, choo- you make your decisions. You choose what you do. If you, have, if you let other people change what you do, I, I, I don't even know what to say. You're not yourself, right? You're, yeah. you're just, you're just, you're a, you're a, I'm not going to say you're a, you're a puppet. You're basically a puppet. You're being controlled by other people because they're deciding what you do, right? If, I mean, that's basically it. I'm just saying like, you got to be yourself. That is yeah. the most important thing. If you change the way you act because you want to be liked, are you really liked? That's a good point. And I, I would argue that like in modern day America, there's this big push for being yourself, but it's not actually being yourself. It's not actually being yourself. Yeah. It's being what, what people think is yourself, right? Yeah, exactly. And obviously, you know, it's one of the things this podcast is about, which is the truth. It's one of my, like, one of my main things in life is always to promote the truth. Um, no matter what it does, right? Because the, the, in reality, the truth does set you free, right? It sets you, like it gives you the, the real freedom, the true freedom, instead of, you know, what people like to call freedom. But that, that's a different topic. Um, but I agree 100%. And I think that, you know, in order to find your purpose, you have to be yourself. And in order to be yourself, you have to figure out, like, kind of like who you are in the grand scheme of things. Not necessarily like your purpose, but like kind of your identity. And a lot of people, when it comes to identity, like, we have, we have an identity crisis right now in modern society where a lot of people don't don't understand. Like, what does that even mean, dude? I'm, like I'm I, like, like I'm identity there. crisis, but like I'm getting there. Where it's it's a lot of people they put their identity in like um, like obje- objects. They put their identity in in into things. For example, um, there's people who put their identity into their career. Right, their identity rests on their career. Their identity yeah. rests on their fame, their identity, their success, their success, stuff like that. Whereas, you know, going back to the the Christian mindset, like your identity should rest on who God is in that. And by doing that, you are able to free yourself from that pressure of feeling that you have to be in control of everything, right? Because how crazy would it be if we had to live life thinking that humans could control everything? Like think about like something that you can understand has to control everything. You know how scary that is? Like, you can't physically understand everything, so how are you going to understand something that can control everything, right? So that's why believing in God is so relieving because you can put your trust in something that you cannot physically understand, something that is beyond time, beyond humanity, beyond... The beyond spirit, anything, beyond like, we can't explain it. Exactly. So by doing that, you relieve yourself of that pressure so that being being self-motivated is just astronomically easier you know so that's why i think when it comes to like identity and people talking about oh you know you need to go find yourself or go what is it what are they what's the psychedelic thing where it's like uh um what is it like try to find yourself or whatever um like a psychedelic campaign what you never heard of this no what'd you say psychedelic what like a psychedelic campaign like find find your true self or what is it like you go on a psychedelic what Like like you take psychedelics yeah it's so there's like this like new thing where people like like it's like a psychedelic advertisement where it's like to like find your true self i don't know i, I forgot what it is george can you look this up real quick you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about where it's like the like you ever seen those like psychedelic ads and it's like find your true self or whatever you know what i'm talking about yeah i don't yeah, know and the people who are, are you like, talking about like those people that go on like the 
actually. Is that what it is? Uh, uh it depends on psychedelic, right? I well, mean, I've heard of people that like go on like these journeys to take psychedelics, right? No, I'm not saying like 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 mental journey. No, but like like people go to like. Oh yeah, like I'm gonna go take ayahuasca in in Mexico, in in like the middle of the desert and learn and find my true self. Like, I've heard people do that. Like yeah, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Where it's like, but people use these things to like find out what their identity is, but it's not an identity. Like it's it's like that fake kind of like facade persona, where it's like you know whatever that is for for you. But kind of going back to the topic of like self motivation, um, you know it. Obviously, that, that self-motivation comes from can come from many different things. But, like, what are kind of, like, the effects? Obviously, they're all positive. Like, what are specifically the effects of being, like, self-motivated versus motivated by those around you? Oh, it's so much more satisfying when you reach whatever you... Yeah, when you reach whatever... When, when you are, the, like, right... When you set your own goal and you reach it, that was all you. Right? Of co- Like, of course, that's kind of hypocritical with what we said before, like, uh, about the atheist thing. It's all you. Of course... You did that with you and through God, correct? But you weren't influenced by other people. It was it was purely yeah. your decision, right? While if you if you achieve goals that other people set for you, it might be more satisfying that you. How do I word this? It will be more satisfying that they no longer push you to reach that yeah, goal than saying. you actually reaching the goal do you get what i'm yeah. saying well if well if it's your own goal then like man there's no greater feeling yeah it, it's like the difference between like achieving the goal versus like getting rid of the person's like influence yeah you exactly know? that's yeah. that's what i meant like right achieving another person's goal will get them off will get them to stop pestering you about that said goal yeah. More and that will be more satisfying to you than achieving said goal, right? the The reason you achieve that goal would be so they would stop talking to you about achieving that goal. Compared to if you achieve your own goal, like yes, let's go. I actually like yeah. the satisfaction will be insignificantly better, and it would the the goal is actually yours. That's what you want, right? That's not what other people want for you. Yeah, and I think to add on to that, like you know, when you're self motivated and you push yourself and you're self motivated, it it completely allows you to like kind of like not not like push away people but it it allows you to focus in on your goals more right when you, when it's like it's me like my goals like my thing you know a lot of times people like do you know, this thing where it's like don't tell anyone your goals right because when, people, when you start telling people your goals you know things start to like change and happen and that's kind of true you know so when you have those goals and it's for yourself and you're doing it for you you know it, it's very similar to like um, you know, like when Christ says, like, um, like do your works in secret, you know, so your father in heaven knows, but it's not important that you, and you'll be rewarded openly, right? You do them in secret, you'll be rewarded openly. So it's the kind of that same thing where it's like, you know, I work on myself. Not everyone has to know that I'm working on myself, but those rewards will be seen in open, in open world. For example, if I, you know, work out to kind of, you know, lower my, or to increase my anger management, you know, to lower, you know, how angry I get really quickly. If I work out to do that, I don't have to tell everyone why I'm working out, right? I don't have to tell everyone, oh, I'm working out to do that. Just, you know, I'm working out, whatever. But over time, people will notice that, hey, this dude's not, you know, getting pissed anymore. He's not blowing up in our faces every five minutes. He's really toning it down, right? So that's like that open reward, you know, another example of a ton, 
make up tons of examples of, you know, like different things you can do um, to kind of get results that people will see. So I think that's one of the very underrated aspects of motivating yourself and pushing yourself is that, you know, you can improve yourself in so many facets in so many ways just by doing, you know, a very simple thing like working out that people will see every single part of that reward for it. Yeah, 100%. And you said before, like, a lot of people, you said keep your goals secret, right? Keep them to yourself. I feel like a lot of people tell other people their goals just so that when they achieve their goals, they can just go out and, and like, tell, oh, like I did this, I did yeah. that, I did that. And then did you truly want to get that goal or did you only want to reach that so you could tell other people and yeah. brag about it? So like you said, you got to keep it secret, right? One for yourself, right? So it... That's basically it. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was trying to say. And I, I like that point you made, where it's like, do you did did you did you actually do it because of yourself, or did you really do it just to, you know, show off or tell other people or whatever, you know? And I think a lot of people, yeah, you know, hate to say it, but a lot of people do do that thing, and that's not really self motivation. That's like, like a fake self. It's like external, you know, because you just want the satisfaction of others and attention from others. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I yeah. agree with that. So self motivation is extremely important. You have any last thoughts? No, you? No, nah, man. I mean, I'll keep going. If you got another talk that you want to talk about, I mean, I'll go. Uh, Nothing. What are, we, what are we at on time? Yeah, like, what's the red thing say? No, on the on the laptop. Bottom right. 57. Is that an hour? Yeah, that's, that's pretty quick. good. Jesus. That didn't uh, feel like an hour. That, yeah, I felt like... Every time, man, you're on here. Like, the last one was, what, an hour and a half? felt like 20 The last minutes. one was long, dude. Well, we talked about so many things. About aliens and I don't know what else. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, you know what? You're a perfect person to talk to about this. I've been wanting to talk about this on the podcast. You know what? We'll, we'll go for it. Um, the, the random uh, UFO balloons and the Chinese off the coast uh, yeah. of Alaska or whatever. What are your thoughts on that? Which one? Let's so there say, was the Chinese spy balloon. Yeah, and then there was the UFO. There was, thing. there was a UFO. Yeah, like a, did it crash somewhere? No, like they like shot it down, but they like couldn't figure out what it was or something. So I but heard there were, there were like three spy balloons. Yeah. There was one in Latin America. There was one was what is it Alaska? One in like Alaska or something, and one. And then I heard there was another one, and then I I didn't hear about this. Um, no, but so apparently this UFO thing was, um, like over like the over like. Canada-ish area. Oh, I, like right? the Can they, U.S. Canadian yeah, border. Yeah, yeah. I heard that. And it was like apparently there's a theory that it was just a balloon with a GPS marker on it, and they used a four hundred thousand dollar missile. To I heard that. that. I did hear that. Saw, and it was like a balloon it. from this. Um, it's like club or something. This club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear. I heard okay, that. I heard that. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, I feel like in terms of national security, I mean, definitely shoot it down because I mean there was that spy balloon. That spy balloon was yeah, definitely. That was really, definitely, yeah. and. I feel like if that balloon had gone up, right, the um, UFO one in the U.S. Canadian border, that had gone up three months ago before the, the Chinese spy balloon, it, it probably wouldn't have been shot down by a $400,000 missile. But considering it was around the same time as the Chinese spy balloon and, and the other balloon um, over Latin America, I feel like, what is the government going to do? Let it keep flying? Yeah. I mean, I feel like the only thing they have they can do is really shoot it down. Four hundred thousand dollar missile? I That's don't know. Crazy, yeah. But again, 
What do you think about the Chinese saying they have their own spy balloon over their uh, country? At the same time. <laughs> that we had one over their country? Or that well, they had they, one they over their had, own? They had one over their... They don't know if it was theirs or who... They, they said there it's was, not theirs. Like there was, like a, there balloon was a balloon over China? Yeah. I don't know. There probably was. If, they, <laughs> if the Chinese are going to have one over us, why would we not have one over them? Yeah. You know? So, so that UFO thing is not aliens, you don't think? I mean, if you said it was a, I mean, if you that's, said that's it, a theory. Well, a theory. I mean, it could they be. They still haven't found it. It could be. It could be. It could definitely be a, a unidentified flying object. Again, it could also be a balloon. I don't know. Yeah. I just think the people, right? There is such strong racism, sexism. There's such conflicting, like the like. People don't like peoples of other cultures, people of different races, people of different genders. Nobody is, like, in our country or in any other country, right? Not everybody is accepted. So why would anybody accept aliens? If you think about <laughs> it, right? Well, here's, we, here's my theory. If aliens can no, come no, to, well, our, just, can let me, come sorry, to sorry, us, sorry, we don't know where they are. Let me finish what I'm anyways. saying. Just let Go me finish ahead. what I'm yeah. saying, right? Nobody is truly accepted in our, like, they're, of course, right. But, like, we can't all, we're not all humans. Like, we are, but we're not all viewed as humans, right? There are Americans, Chinese. If we're oh, fighting, yeah, yeah. if we're fighting within one another, right, which we are, Russia, Ukraine, right, and we can't all accept each other as equal, why would, why would the U.S. government or any government of any sort, release the fact that aliens exist. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what they look at. Why would they release the fact that species from other planets, in whether it be our solar system or our galaxy, why would they release the fact that those exist? We already have hatred for our own species. That's good why point. would Why would they release that when all we would probably do is just want to get into war with them, right? Yeah. I just. I don't think we will truly know the truth about aliens, whether they exist or they don't. I don't think we'll truly know the truth until we can accept each other, right? Because the U.S. says, oh, aliens are real. Here's a picture of them. They've been here multiple times, right? People can be like, yo, no, we don't like them. Like, blah, 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 blah. If they come back, we're killing them, right? Instead of, oh, let's be peaceful with them. Let's make good relations with them. Let's spread our, our knowledge, our, our information, right? Let's go visit where they're from. They can come here. We can intermingle, right? Instead of us living like in Star Wars where they're all, all <laughs> on one planet. They go, there's multiple planets. Instead, we're going we're gonna to try to find where they're from. We're going to go to their planet. We're probably going to bomb it. And then, we're gonna, and then all the rich people are going to go there and they extract all the minerals. And then, and then we're going to come back. That's it. Oh, look, all they just want to do is make money. They're probably going to kill them, find a way to make money from the aliens. That's a fact right there. Well, my point is, you know, if aliens can come to our planet and have I'd want them, travel, I'd want them here, bro. I'd want them here. I don't, and we I, don't even know where they're from. We're done for. Like, we're, we're not. We're not. Exactly. No, no, no. Exactly. Piggybacking on what you just said, right? You, uh, any government would tell us, oh, get, aliens are real, blah, blah, blah. Here's where they're from. They'd be like, yeah, dude, next time they come here, we're going we're gonna to fight them. We're going to no, kill I'm them. No, I'm not. <laughs> No, no, whatever, like, because 
Yeah, yeah. I, like I, I said before, people can't accept people of other races or genders. Why would they expect accept? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Accept aliens, right? They're gonna come back. We're gonna be like, hey, next time they come back, bomb them or whatever. It doesn't matter. They're gonna do that. They're gonna whatever they do. We're, they're not gonna get affected by that whatever bomb that we yeah, drop we're on done. them. <laughs> and they're gonna absolutely rail us. We're gonna get. We're gonna get just get rocked. They're gonna have some type of bomb. because they can if they can come to us. And we don't even have any sort of idea where they're from. Their technology is yeah. far more advanced than ours. That's why we should collaborate. They sh we should share knowledge and share just information so that we can have that technology. So I can go to that planet and see what it's like. I I'm trying to see that. That would be sick. So if uh, any aliens are watching, there's your pitch to not... Please, yo, slide. I live. I'm not dropping my address. <laughs> I live. <laughs> I was about to drop my address. I live somewhere in Atlanta, Georgia. Your technology, your technology is good enough to find me. Come scoop me. Let's go. Let's go to your planet. I'm trying to see what it's like. All right. Uh, I think that's gonna be all. Thank that's you, it, Felipe, for joining. No the more alien thoughts. No more alien I, thoughts. I think we're good for the day. Thank you. You ever heard of the Hollow Earth theory? All right, we're done. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right, thank you so much for having me on here. Thank you for coming on again. Appreciate it. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and turn on post notifications. And see you next week. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.